This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. Today, we have a beautiful person here who is a return guest on our program, and she is someone whom I've described before as an angel and a light onto many and an inspiration to everyone who is lucky enough to know her or to know of her. And of course, I'm speaking about Ellen Schwartz. She wrote a beautiful book called Without One Word Spoken. 25 Life Lessons from Jacob that became a Globe and Mail bestseller. And it's now gone into a brand new edition and has been updated and expanded with eight new chapters with the heading, Jacob's Story Continues. Jacob is Ellen's beloved son. And Jacob was born with a rare neurodegenerative disease called Canavan disease. And the world learned from Jacob Schwartz who was full of love and goodness about how to be a better person and how to live life with love, positivity, and everything that's good in this world. Ellen Schwartz is an elementary school teacher, community leader, author, public speaker, and an advocate for research awareness and screening for neurodegenerative diseases. As founder of a wonderful organization inspired by Jacob called Project Give Back, She links her decades of teaching together with her personal passion for charitable causes. She co-founded Jacob's Ladder, Canadian Foundation for the Control of Neurodegenerative Diseases. And Jacob's Ladder raised over $3 million towards research, education, and awareness into neurodegenerative illnesses. Ellen has written two books, Lessons from Jacob, A Disabled Son Teaches His Mother About Courage, Hope, and the joy of living life to the fullest. And this brand new edition with eight new chapters of Without One Word Spoken, the compelling story of a child's miraculous life. Ellen has always had the ability to move and inspire people due to her unwavering belief in the impact Jacob made on the world, an impact and legacy that was all about love and courage, hope, joy, and really bringing people together. Ellen's commitment to education and research into neurodegenerative diseases and her heartfelt desire to help others cope with life's toughest challenges made her one of the most inspirational women in Canada. She has received numerous accolades and honors, including being awarded a Queen's Jubilee Medal, as well as the Meritorious Service Decoration by the Governor General of Canada, and a Canada 150 Exemplary Canadian Award. And just recently, she was named Philanthropist of the Year by Brilliant-Minded Women. She is married to Jeff and is the mother of three children. And her beautiful son, Jacob, whose memory we honor today, continues to be honored every day and is a miracle that will live on in the Schwartz family and in all of our hearts forever. Ellen, welcome back to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you, Judy. Thank you for having me. 
Ellen, I'm lucky, one of the lucky ones who gets to see you every Sunday on Jake's Sunday Zoom Jam. And as I said to you before the show, no matter what, you were always like Mary Tyler Moore with the sunniest <laughs> smile on your face. Yeah. And you just light up every jam, every Sunday at 4 p.m., leading everyone really with your beautiful energy. And now this jam has been going on. It's really quite miraculous. I get the, the shivers when I think about it. Since March 2020, yeah. in Jakey's honor. So for a year and seven months, which is quite remarkable. Can you tell us about Jake's Jam, what it is, how it began, and how it's all evolved? Absolutely. And we love that you and Lily, I think you've missed two in <laughs> for a year and a half every single Sunday. But for years and years, since Jake was two years old, um, he loved music. And music was the way we communicated with Jakey. So every Sunday... Our house was a revolving door of music. Uh, family members, a lot of young people, uh, all ages, they used to come and they used to sing to Jakey because he would literally light up when he heard the music. And they would light up too because they got to watch their gift in action. And, and to see that is, is pretty remarkable. So he was just the best audience. <laughs> so um, when Jake passed... Uh, at 21, the music kind of died too. And then COVID hit. And one of our young friends called me and said, her name's Taylor, and she's there every single week. She has not missed one. And she said, Ellen, I miss the music. So we said, well, Taylor, let's, let's do it. Let's bring back the music. So we started uh, COVID, Jake's Jam by Zoom. And it's been every single Sunday at four. And our community has just grown and grown our performer side. We get all these new performers coming in to sing. And, and our audience is people of all ages, all abilities from the age of three to 104. And different people come every week, but it's just warm and inspiring and uplifting. And it's just filled with love. And what used to happen in our house on Sundays now happens on Zoom. And I truly feel that I'm close to Jakey uh, Sundays at four. So he comes out to play too. <laughs> Absolutely. I think everybody feels that. Are you marveled and amazed at the fact that what was supposed to be sort of a welcome relief from COVID for a few months, maybe, or weeks, has turned into this going on to almost two-year event? Yeah. Uh, do I marvel at it? I, I love it. I love it. And I, I just, I love the people. I love all it stands for. I, I love that everyone is forever lifting each other up. Like you look at the chat and it's always, that was amazing. That was beautiful. Oh, I love that. I love your voice. I love, I love the connections that have come out of it. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I just, it's pure goodness. It's just pure love for a full hour every Sunday. And that's really Jakey. So that, that's so Jakey. it's so fascinating because that pure love and goodness is him. That's, so he is there. He's part of, he's the reason. Yeah. Right. That's his heart and soul. That was Jakey. Just, just Jake, uh, Jake had the ability to live in the moment 
And, you know, whenever you were with him, you felt that you just, he just stopped time and you got to enjoy the here and now. And on Sundays, that's what we do. No one's looking at their watches. Nobody's rushing out. Nobody. It's just that, that manufactured time that's just carved out into the week. It almost takes on a life of its own. It's really interesting because a big part of this show is just being mindful. And there's something mindful that happens in that hour because, as you say, you're just there. It takes on this life of its own and you're so absorbed in this, in this, in this moment, this honoring of Jacob that I don't know, everything else sort of falls by the wayside and people look forward to it every week. They crave it and, and you feel better after you've been in it. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Like you could be having any kind of a day and then it happens and there's always some tears and yeah. it's, um, it's, there's it's quite all, remarkable. You're right. There's, there's always tears and there's always joy and there's forever a giggle. Like there's always a giggle, something that makes you laugh, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, I'm so happy you're part of it. And I just Thanks, love Ellie. it too. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I'm so honored to be part of it. We did part one of this show, Ellen, over a year ago. And since then, you have updated and expanded your beautiful book, Without One Word Spoken, 25 Lessons from Jacob, as just mentioned earlier, with eight new chapters in your book. And it's recently been published, and it's quite incredible. So first of all, congratulations on this beautiful new version of the book. And the, the new chapters begin with the chapter heading, Jacob's Story Continues. Can you tell us what inspired you to keep going and sharing? Because you could have stopped, but you kept going on to write more of the story. Well, when when I stopped writing the first the first time, Jake was 18 years old and he had just gone into palliative care. So I just stopped and was living with Jake and, you know, our lives just get so busy and our other two kids and life and work and everything. And then he passed and there was, um, there was more to the story. There was, I just felt I owed him this conclusion. I just wanted, and it's not a conclusion because we live forever with Jakey and he's always with us, but there was so much more to the story and I wanted to share it. Absolutely. So recently I read that on Instagram that every day at 8 a.m., 12 noon, 4 p.m., 8 p.m., 10 p.m., well, you write, and I quote, every single day at 8, noon, 4, 8, and 10, there's an unsettling jolt to my heart. Two years later, I still jump to get the meds and feeds all ready for Jakey. When we lose a loved one, our routines don't stop. The impulse intensifies. We must replace those empty spaces with something that feels good inside. Can you tell us what you meant by this? And what are some of the things that you do at these times now that are comforting and that bring you peace in your heart and honoring, of course, Jacob at the same time? Sure. Um, You know, caring for Jakey for 21 years, like every, you know, every moment even when I wasn't with him, I was thinking about him because you, you know, he would, he couldn't walk or talk or see, or so you were responsible for, for everything and his dignity and, and his care. It was 24 seven, but at those specific times, 
just like that was feed time. That was time to get his food and time to do his meds, time to, you know, change his diaper time. And even now, this is two years later, I still get that like, Oh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's a horrible feeling. So I don't ever want to think about Jakey and feel badly. So I turn those moments into Jakey time and time in the day that that would feel good. I I mean, I love popcorn. I love to eat popcorn. So at four o'clock, now it's Jakey time. I pour myself a big bowl of popcorn and I sit down and I don't go on my computer. I put on a little show or I read a book or I do something and it's Jakey time. I drink my diet Coke (laughs) and I eat my popcorn and it's, uh, it's, it's like I'm laying down beside Jakey and at 8 a.m. it's coffee time, right? So it's just taking something that you love and replacing it in that terrible time and doing something that feels good inside. Only, only you could do this, Ellen. You're only, you, only (laughs) you, you are, you are unbelievable really. And I wanted to talk about the first new chapter in the in the book, which is chapter now 19, and it's called We Can All Rise Above. And you talk about the beautiful song that Jacob helped co-create, really. He was there. He was part of it, uh, called I Rise Above, which was created in what you all felt was Jake's own spirit. Can you tell us about the song and how it continues to be an anthem of pure love and honoring the beautiful soul, Jacob, on this planet? <laughs> So yes, when Jake turned 20, uh, called together all, all the jammers, all the, the friends that used to come and sing often on Sundays and said, look, guys, let's write a song for Jakey. And our friend Don said, well, let's do our song in Jake's words. So as if Jake were speaking. So we kept writing and when Jake would smile we would keep going. And if he didn't smile, we stopped and changed it up till we smiled again. And the same with the music and I Rise Above was born. And it doesn't matter how many times I listen to it. And I know I'm not alone. I never get tired of listening to it. There's just something you, you feel that you're ascending with that song. There's something spiritual about it. It's not, I it just, it has an otherworldly quality to it. And it, I know you could listen to it a million times and just want to listen to it every day. So we're going to listen to it now. And of course, it's available on iTunes for all of you who want to have this as part of your daily song choices on your playlist, in your heart, in your in your homes. And it's called I Rise Above. And let's have a listen. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. Ellen, that is so, so beautiful. And I I just want to tell our listeners, in addition to getting your copy and, and ordering one on iTunes, on page 174 of the new book, the lyrics are actually here. So you can actually read along and sing along when you get your copy of the song, when you when you order the song. So I, I just recommend everyone to do that. Um, I love that it was created by many of Jacob's friends. It was really all of his friends and loved ones that were there, many of whom are part of Jake's jam, reminding us that we can all rise above, a lesson that Jacob really taught everyone. 
and continues to teach everyone through the gems, through this beautiful music, through your book. Can you tell us what happened when you sent Jacob's song out into the world? Were you surprised at the reaction? <laughs> I, I, the first time I heard it, like recorded, um, I went over to a friend's house and I had it on my car, like in my, in my phone, in my car. And I said, come sit in the back seat. I said, I want to play something for you. And she sat in the back seat, her and her sister. And I said, you just need to listen. And I put it on and the two of them started to fall. <laughs> they just fall. And then they were smiling and then they were laughing. And I was, so I was watching their expressions as they listened to it for the first time. And it just made me so proud. It was, um, so when people would listen to it and say, I, I had this on auto repeat, um, it just made me feel so great that Jacob's message is out there. And so many friends in the special needs world, it also kind of tells their story uh, because they're the most, most of them that I know are the most resilient pack of human beings I've ever met. So it really tells their story too. Yes. And Taylor is actually singing the last note in the song. Taylor, who's never missed a week on Jake's Jam. Hi, Taylor, if you're listening. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, she sings that last beautiful note of the song. And she sings very beautifully every week as well. Like there's yeah. something ethereal about her. So that in just that recording, beautiful. that was before Taylor's. That was before Taylor, but... Taylor, once Taylor joined the jam and we had a fundraising yes. a fundraising event where we sang it live, we said, yes. uh, Tay, you got to take that last line. And that last line so, at David Mervish. Yeah, yes, at Mervish's yeah. Panasonic Peter, of course. She, when it first came out, she was listening to it on auto repeat. So she would play it over and over and over and she knew every single word to it. So it was just so sweet. Yeah. So she took over Benny's line <laughs> at the end. Yeah. That that night, speaking of David Mervish's Panasonic Theater and that Jake's Jam event, I'm thinking about one of the nights when there were uh, there were about 18 performers. It was unbelievable. Like the the whole place was feverish. Right. So we had two Jake's Jams at the Mervish Theater. Yes. And Lily sang in both of them. <laughs> and the first one, uh, they were both so special in different ways. The first one, JT was there and he was sitting in the front row and everyone was singing to him because the whole idea of that whole concert was let's feel the music the way Jakey did because you know, when there's music, there's love, when there's love, there's hope, and when there's hope, there's everything. And that that's what Jakey felt, and that's what we felt. And so it, no one knew who was performing. No one knew what was coming next. So it was just like Jakey. Everything was unexpected and the most beautiful surprise. And then after he passed, we had another jam, and we weren't going to have it. And I just didn't want to let these friends down. And so it was a beautiful way to honor Jakey's memory through music. So, right. and that was so beautiful. Yeah. And I remember, and I think it was in the first one, Dana, Dana, Dana uh, Rocket, Dana, Dana Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. yeah. 
And that was like, uh, uh, that was just a, a happening when she, when she sang and chanted and ever the whole place just came alive. And yeah. I remember that so well, that moment. It was just, it, it was incredible. She got everybody up, everyone dancing, every, it was, it was great. And then we went to intermission. So it was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. We're going to go on a short commercial break, more with Finding Your Bliss and Ellen Schwartz when we come back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And we are joined by return guest, the very angelic and wonderful Ellen Schwartz. She's here today to tell us all about the new edition of her Globe and Mail best-selling book, Without One Word Spoken, 25 Life Lessons from Jacob. So there's a chapter in the book called We Write Our Own Stories. And I, I was mentioning this earlier to you that I sobbed all throughout reading these eight chapters again, like the second time when I, when I reread them for this interview. And all of our hearts were ripped right open along with you. And you say in the chapter that Jacob waited, waited until he was ready to write the end of his story. And then he rose above and we are never prepared. What helped you get through that beyond devastating time that we really are never prepared for? even though we prepare ourselves, but then it happens and yeah. we're not. And so he yeah. rose and you write in the book and you sank. <sighs> yeah, I totally sank. Um, you know, there's been two times in, in my life that have been the worst, worst times. And hopefully those will always be the worst times of my life because I never want anything worse than that. But it was the day he was diagnosed and the day Jakey died um, because a huge part of me died that day too. But, um, you know, we still have two other kids and I have a life to live. And that life lives on with Jakey because something I noticed and many of you, you listeners probably have noticed this, that when your heart breaks, like truly breaks, it's only then when you are so raw to really see and focus on all the goodness around you. And I learned also during that time that grief is love. And that's really what it is. And the deeper the pain, the deeper the love. And um, I took that to heart. And as time moved forward, when I, and even now, when I feel that, that pain, I'm grateful for it because I just know that it's such, 
such deep love. And I'm so grateful for that love. And um, that hopefully will continue with me forever. I hope, and I know that it will. In the chapter entitled, Live the Life You Wish to Be Eulogized, you include many of the beautiful speeches that were written at Jacob's funeral, each more heartbreakingly beautiful than the next. And all I remember, because I was there that day, was the room was spilling over with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. And it was so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. And your children, Bevy and Ben, spoke so beautifully. And it's written in this chapter that the rabbi spoke about how Jacob came here for a mission and he fulfilled his mission and we are all escorting him to his next place. He said, we all come into this world for a mission and a purpose and wonder if we fulfilled this mission or purpose. When I listen and look around the room and see hundreds and thousands gathered and I think about Jacob's ladder and the books that have been written, the medical research, he says, I, and the love and the smiles. I don't wonder if Jacob fulfilled his mission. I believe in my heart that he did. Jacob came here for a mission. He fulfilled that mission and we're escorting him to his next place. Anyway, it just goes on and on. It's a beautiful, beautiful eulogy. And he says, every act of kindness is going to elevate and lift Jacob's soul even higher. And everybody spoke so beautifully, but you really had the sense of Jacob ascending and everybody was there. Was was this something you that was helpful to you and comforting to you, or were you not able to re- to receive it? And are you glad that you had those recordings to be able to re look at them again? So that day um, is such a blur to me. I I heard that it was you know there's people were standing outside and all around. I just saw one thing and I just saw that, that, that coffin and I, I couldn't, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I was, um, I was at my worst, like there's no doubt about it. And that it was, um, the worst moment of my life. And I, I hope nobody ever has to feel that the loss of a child. You can't even describe it. So and I, I've had people come up to me and say, I hate to say this to you, Ellen, but Jacob's funeral was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced in my life. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm happy to hear that, but it's, I just wish it didn't happen. <laughs> right? um, but I get it because it was, it was beautiful and it was, it was, it was Jakey. It was just the love, the love he poured out into the world just flowed right back and you know we did see that and we did feel that and that's kind of how I'm trying so hard to live my life to continue his purpose and to continue his mission because he went to where the purest souls go I don't know where that is but all I know is I want to I want to see him again one day, and I want to be with him one day. And I'm I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> go where he's going to go. Not that much. You so, don't have that much know. work to do. I think you're um, you're definitely on the right beautiful path. So I'm trying, trying my hardest. <laughs> you're um, you're unbelievable, Ellen. <laughs> you have great advice for people who are making a condolence visit to someone who's grieving. What not to say. But can you tell us some of the things just to be on the positive of what brought you the greatest comfort at that time? Sometimes it was nothing. It was just uh, eye contact and a hug. 
sometimes there are no words, right? What, what do you say to someone who's lost their child? There, there, really, there really is nothing to say um, unless that's happened to you. And even if that has happened to you, it's a different circumstance. So we, we all just that love and support and to be some, be there for that person uh, in however way you think they would need. I, I do. I can tell you the worst thing you can say to somebody who's struggling is what can I do to help? Because, you know, Judy, if you're having a rough day and someone says, what can I do? What's your answer going to be? What is, don't, 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 don't ask just nothing. Cause you don't know, nothing. you don't know what the answer no, is. You don't know yeah. what the answer is. You say no thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just do, that's all. I just be say. there. Just, just, just think about it and just do, just and just do. be there. And even if it's right or wrong, they see your heart that you're trying to do whatever you can do, but asking, they don't need the, they don't need the question. No. So if you just drop off some food or your beautiful wrist bracelets or what, whatever it is, just send some kind of love and they, they know how much you care. And, and really that's, that's all anyone really needs at that point is support and love. There's a beautiful letter in the book and you have to get the book to, to know what I'm talking about of what someone writing to you, just exactly what needed to be said. And, and it, and it touched your heart because it was just exactly no questions, just here it is. And it was so yeah. beautifully written for people who want to know how to do that. Uh, there's no question that when we lean into and are open to signs from the universe that our loved ones are with us, th- those moments do happen. And your son, Ben, promised you that Jacob would come to you in one of those moments. And he did. Can you tell us the wonderful story about the ice cream truck showing up on Jacob's first birthday since his passing? Yes. So every year, um, you know, we couldn't take Jake places often. So we used to bring people to us and make things happen at our own house. So that was, you know, we built a cottage that was all wheelchair accessible and our playground in our backyard. We did everything to bring people to us. So on his birthday, every single year, we always had invited the neighbors and friends and they would all pop by and sing to Jakey, hug Jakey, talk to Jakey. And we always have an ice cream truck there. Every year, May 17th. And then it was May 17th, the year Jacob passed. Ben and I were packing up the car to, we were in, a, we were living in the house that we built for Jakey. We built a, a special house for Jakey as well, a new house. Jake never made it to this house, but we were in the driveway and we were packing up to go up north for the long weekend. And we heard the sound, that sound of the ice cream truck, and it's coming down our street. Our street doesn't go anywhere. It's not a, it's not, it's not a shortcut route. So, we, and the truck came right up onto our driveway and said, hey, guys, do you want some ice cream? So Ben and I went up, we looked at each other and went up, and of course, Ben wanted ice cream. And I said, what did you come here today? Like, is this your route? Is this... He said, no, I just, I don't know what it was. I just felt like coming down the street. That's incredible. That's so incredible. Yeah, it was, we heard it loud and clear. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That is so, that is so beautiful. I love the chapter on honor your love and how you decided to create Jake's Jam and Jacob's memory. And I know we've talked about Jake's Jam and how it's evolved in the most incredible way, transforming artists and performers, people writing music. And thank you so much for including in the book Lily's letter about what being in the jam means to her. And you even wrote a beautiful song with Bevy 
that you sang, performed, and released onto iTunes recently called Your Voice. Can you tell us how this song came to be? Okay. I'm not a singer and I'm not a performer. (laughs) I'm a connector. But you know when you surround yourself with people who are just so good and so kind and so supportive, um, I just wanted... They inspired me to write a song, which I hadn't done since probably grade 10. So that was a long time ago. So I wrote this song of how I felt about Jakey and I wrote it laying on the bed that we lay on years and years and years every summer. And the song is called Your Voice. I'm so excited to share this with our listeners right now. This is Your Voice sung by Ellen and by her daughter, Bevy. Let's have a listen. Ellen, that was so beautiful. But your voice actually is also so beautiful. Oh boy. That oh voice boy. Is, no, I mean it. Uh, like you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> anyway, I used to, I used to sing with Jakey. It was my only audience. <laughs> but, but I tried out. You really do have a beautiful voice. The song is beautiful, but your voice is beautiful too. And I'm so glad that you could sing this on the show. (laughs) And the harms also are gorgeous. That's Bevy doing the harms, right? Bevy. And playing is our friend, Matthew Kahane, who is a beautiful guitarist. And he helped us with the sound. And so it took a lot of people to make that sound good. (laughs) It's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. And we're going to go on a short commercial break. More about the final chapter of Ellen's book, Without One Word Spoken, 25 Life Lessons from Jacob, when we come back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7, and we're joined by the wonderful Ellen Schwartz, and we're talking about the latest edition of Ellen's book, Without One Word Spoken. The final chapter of the new expanded version of the book um, has a beautiful letter that Bevy wrote to someone who was grieving and Ben's university application letter, which shows that Jacob's lessons continue to unfold and that love never dies. Can you speak to that, Ellen, for people who are going through grief? And there's a lot of us who've gone through grief and even in this last year and a half of COVID, just the notion that love never dies. It's true. It only intensifies. But my suggestion would be, um, well, everything we've talked about today, but also to find 
what it was that you love to do with that person and to carry it on, carry on that tradition, whatever it was. And, and even whether you carve it out like me to every single four, four hours of every day, or you do it yearly, because that really keeps that person with you and you live on with them. And I think it will really help, help forever. I love that. That's wonderful. I want to talk about Project Give Back, which is a beautiful program that you continue to do now online virtually. And I feel honored as well to have been involved with it, as has Lily. And it's a privilege and an honor. Can you tell us a little bit about Project Give Back, also in the spirit of Jakey, I have to tell everyone, and how it's helping to change lives every day by helping people give back and become givers if they weren't already and be more giving if they already are and so on and so on. So I was a school teacher for years and years and I actually used to bring Jakey into my classrooms. And that was a lesson of, you know, acceptance in 40 minutes because they would just ask questions and ask away and, and they would see Jakey smile and they would interact and they learn how to interact and they, they just see the person in there rather than this boy in a wheelchair. So, you know, with Jacob, my whole, my whole perspective of teaching changed and I really wanted kids to become more empathetic, more compassionate, more understanding of the world. So I created this program called Project Give Back in my own classroom that took the whole year curriculum and poured it into one year-long project where every student chose something that they were passionate about, whether it was a charity or an experience, and they learned how to research and learned how to tell their story. And so what happens is the children become the teachers. And as the whole class, we become the students and we learn about them through a very unique lens. So I left my job and, and took it on the road and, and hired so many spectacular teachers to roll this out. And um, we've been doing it now for quite a long time and have touched over 20,000 students and they share their stories. And the results have just been beautiful. There's a lot of a lot more empathy in the world. How would you describe the shift to doing it online? Because you used to do it in person. Yeah, we still do. And we're hopefully in September, <laughs> we're going back in person. But um, yeah, so we moved online uh, last year. And it was, you know, t- like, like everyone, we <laughs> tweaked everything and yes. had to reinvent ourselves and and developed something as well called Project Give Back Connects, where you were a guest, which is, uh, we do that monthly. And we have a live episode where we bring in an expert of a subject that usually comes up in the classroom, uh, whether it's homelessness or anxiety. And uh, Judy, you talked about finding joy in your life, which is was such a beautiful episode. You go to YouTube and watch her. She was great. Um, and we always have a young performer and a young person who's doing something really spectacular. Yes. So it's very inspiring. And that was taped and it's sent out to hundreds of classroom teachers as conversation starters in the classroom. Wow. So that was another pivot through COVID we were able to do. Wow. 
That's so incredible. What's next for you, Ellen? You're always reinventing, re-inspiring, reimagining. Do you have something planned coming up that you could share with us? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're really busy with everything you're still doing. Project Give yeah. Back and, have, and Take Down. <laughs> I have the jam that I love. I have Project Give Back, uh, both online connects and in classroom. And um, we have a puppy. I'm hoping to spend lots of time with my puppy. We have two kids off to university. So just hoping that that's, um, I'm an empty nester. You've got your kids, bring them over. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> but, so just, you know, I'm sure that's what Jeff said. I was saying, you know, I, I can't believe it. I'm, you know, we're, empty nesters what am I going to do and he said oh you'll think of a project (laughs) I'm sure there's something coming that's so great that's so great (laughs) I know I've asked you this before but what is bliss for Ellen Schwartz just being with amazing people and seeing people smile and feeling other people's joy I get joy from watching others feel joy. So, and just living a purposeful, meaningful life. And for me, that's, that's joy. That's bliss. That's so lovely. Well, bliss (laughs) is being here with you. That's, that's absolutely without a doubt. And what is the best way for people to contact you, Ellen, and get a copy of your newest updated and expanded edition of Without One Word Spoken? Thank you, Judy. You can go to Project Give Back, projectgiveback.com, and we have a store, and you can just click and, and buy it, and you'll get delivered if it's close, maybe even in person, maybe I can deliver, um, or on Amazon, which you can also do it that way, but I think Project Give Back's the easiest way. There's also a beautiful jakey bracelet that is available online um on your website ellen so just remind us again of what the website is and all about jakey's bracelet so yes the the website is projectgiveback.com and there's a store so you just click on the store and you'll see the book and you'll see the bracelets and the bracelet is the jake bracelet and jacob followed four rules in life the first one was to be positive to be appreciative, to live in the moment, and to be accepting of others. And the idea is when you are not following those rules, to take that shiny bee and roll it towards your heart to remind yourself to live that way. Because you know when you do, you'll just feel so much better. I love that. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Ellen. As always, it's been just an absolute honor and a delight. And we're so grateful. Thank you. We'll see you Sunday, right? See you Sunday. Can't wait. Best best hour of the week. Each week we spotlight a singer, songwriter, or musician on the show. If you're a singer, please write to us at musicoffindingyourbliss.com. If you're an author, artist, writer, or anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. And you can write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. And I'm also a life coach. If I can help you in any way, let me know. You can reach out and contact me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook.
In Bliss News, we wanted to let you know that our Bliss newsletter is really looking fantastic and underway. All you have to do to subscribe to it is visit the link in my bio at the Bliss Minute on Instagram or go to findingyourbliss.com, scroll down and you'll see it right there. I'm also a life coach. If I can help you in any way, let me know. You can reach out and contact me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching. I would like to thank my guest, Ellen Schwartz, for being on the show today. As well, thank you to Mag Ruffman, producer Siobhan Kylie, senior editor Haley Allegia, intern Lauren Kaminsky, and audio producer Faz Kazi. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center, and everyone here at Zoomer. This show has been recorded by Squadcast. As always, we're going to close out the show today with a short meditation. This meditation and many more are available from Judy on Insight Timer, the number one free app for anxiety, sleep, and stress. Download the free meditation app on your phone today and follow Judy Liebrach or simply go to insighttimer.com slash the bliss minute. Hi everyone, I'm Judy Liebrach and here is your mantra meditation for the week. Begin by settling back. Get as comfortable as you can. And take a moment to just ground in the physical body, feeling the support of the ground beneath you, whether you are sitting or lying down or even standing. Just feel your relationship to the ground and let everything soften, letting go of all the tension. Gently close your eyes and just begin by taking in a deep breath. Right in, breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your nose or mouth, whatever feels more comfortable. And just use a word here that is meaningful for you. You can really use anything. Words like peace or calm, love, whatever you wish. And when you breathe in, say that word silently to yourself and repeat again each time you breathe out. So let's do it together. Breathing in, thinking the word calm, breathing out, saying the word calm again at the end of the exhale. And once more, Breathing in calm, breathing out calm. If you get distracted, just come back to the breath, breathing in through your nose, breathing out through your nose or mouth, thinking the word calm on the inhale, breathing out thinking calm again after the exhale, breathing in, calm, breathing out, calm, letting the breath guide you and letting the mantra just flow. You can continue just letting go and just breathing in gently through your nose and breathing out, letting it all go. You do nothing, 
you do nothing but give way to the waves of relaxation and calm. And whenever you're ready, just come back to the room and gently open your eyes, wiggle your fingers and toes, and just enjoy this moment of lightness and calm, this moment that is always available to you. For the Bliss Minute, I'm Judy Liebrack, reminding you to breathe with a mantra and take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.